Hello and welcome to CHN Radio. Uh, my name is Elijah Newsom. I'm riding solo for this particular episode, an emergency podcast to discuss one of the two signings Newcastle made today, Friday, August 2nd. Um, and uh, it's not the one with the tons of swag. We're talking about Jetro Williams. We're not talking about Alan Saint Maximon. Um, usually, I'm co- I'm joined by my co-host Greg Troxel, but he's currently out and about. So um, we're riding solo tonight. If you want to hear Greg's emergency podcast, be sure to stick around. That should be coming out around the time you listen to this podcast. Um, so, and he's going to be talking about Alan Saint Maximon. So anyway, uh, yes, this is CHN Radio. If this is your first time listening to us, this it stands for Coming Home Newcastle Radio. We are the official podcast of Coming Home Newcastle, the beautifully done and beautifully managed and beautifully uh, written SB Nation site uh, for Newcastle United, all things Newcastle. Check us out at ComingHomeNewcastle.com. Follow that account on Twitter at ComingHomeNUFC. And hey... I'm talking to you, you, yes, you, you're listening to this podcast right now, and you don't follow us on Twitter, what the hell are you doing, follow us on Twitter right now, just take out your phone, unless you're driving, unless you're driving, take out your phone, open up the Twitter app, change it to night mode, because night mode's the best mode, type in chn underscore radio, follow us right now, you won't regret it. Um, it's the easiest way to get in contact with Greg and I. We respond to every single tweet, and we ask tons of cool questions. You can get featured on this podcast. You listen to it, you might as well get featured on it. You know what I'm saying? So yes, um, CHN Radio, follow us. Be sure to to follow both accounts at Coming Home NUFC and at CHN underscore Radio. Um, and then if you want to, you can follow me on Twitter at Elijah underscore Newsome. So like I said earlier, this is the emergency pod for Jetro Williams, uh, Newcastle's first signing of the day. Um, Jetro is, of course, a left back who currently is employed by Eintracht Frankfurt um, and is coming to Newcastle on loan. So let's get into the juicy details. Let's take you through the timeline. If It'd be cool if we had like a sound effect there, but we probably probably I don't I'm not going to add a sound effect there. That's that's not. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Um, so let's take you through the timeline. So first things first, uh, we got confirmation that Alan St. Maximo was in Newcastle today for his medical. So that happened in the morning. Uh, someone, some fan hopped on top of like a trash can and took a picture of him. And then the official photographer for the Chronicle, uh, he took a picture of St. Maximo at the training ground getting his medical. And so it was kind of common knowledge that he was going to get announced soon. Um, many sources in France said that he was going to get announced as soon as tonight. And so that was kind of the only signing we were expecting. And then boom, out of nowhere, Lee Ryder drops this gem saying Jetro Williams is someone who Newcastle are targeted and they're currently trying to acquire and are in talks with the player. So Lee Ryder dropped that nugget um kind of in the late morning early afternoon um Newcastle time I guess it was really yeah yeah Newcastle time pretty just morning late morning I guess for Americans um but anyway uh he dropped that gym uh for us and people kind of looked at it and laughed because if you're kind of new to following Newcastle Newcastle have been linked to Jetro Williams for four or five years now at least 
Um, so it's kind of just like, haha, that's cool. Jetro Williams, you got us again, Lee, and um, literally every window for the last four or five years. So um, anyway, uh, we kind of laughed it off and whatever, and then uh, things started to heat up. So we knew St. Maximo was in Newcastle for his medical. And then Eintracht Frankfurt made a really odd statement, um, basically confirming that uh, Jetro was in talks with another club about a transfer. Um, and so then Newcastle fans got a little bit excited. And then out of nowhere, Newcastle released this video that said, Welcome, <laughs> welcome Jetro. Uh, and hello, Jetro was the, the hashtag they used. And boom, Jetro Williams was our first signing of the day, which took a lot of people by surprise, most notably me. Um, and so Miles Starforth, uh, credit to him of the Shields Gazette, was the first, was the first to uh, report the details of the deal um, initially, right before it actually was announced, maybe about an hour or so before it was announced, he announced it was going to be a loan-to-buy deal, um, which is Newcastle's bread and butter. And then, of course, Newcastle announced it as a loan. Uh, we're finding out that it's essentially a one million pound loan fee. I guess 0.8. No, sorry, one million euro loan fee, which is about 0.8 million pounds, so 800k, I guess. Um, so that's cool. Uh, we don't really know the buy fee right now or i wasn't able to find it at least so if you can if you find it shoot me a tweet and let me know what it is because i'd love to know and add it to the article um so uh we so that's what we know so far so let's look at jetro so jetro is known for two things he was the youngest player ever to um make his play in the 20 in the euros so in the 2012 during the euros where that's the european competition competition between all different countries he played at age of 18 uh, for the Netherlands. Um, kind of cool, I guess. Uh, you have to consider the Netherlands went 0-3 during that tournament, didn't make it out of the group stage. Um, and so it was kind of Jetro made his appearance, and that was that. Um, he's also known for being linked to Newcastle a ton because about that time, Newcastle uh, began scouting him. Um, that was a Graham Carr signature scouting. And uh, Mike Ashley didn't want to pull the trigger multiple times for various different reasons. We've heard uh transfer fees we've heard player fees and then he eventually moved to Eintracht Frankfurt um from PSV so his his career track was um he's he played first at a what's it face what is the name of that team it's Sparta Rotterdam I believe yeah that's exactly what it was Sparta Rotterdam that's where he did his he was played in their academy u20s the whole nine yards and then after making having a very good season um with their first team he uh moved up to p he moved on to psv which is kind of the pride and joy of the dutch league uh and then uh, he stayed at psv for six years that's where his hype kind of really started to take off made his ranks through the U the netherlands uh youth teams playing in you know the u21 team for a long time while he's at psv um and then Eventually, he made a move to Eintracht Frankfurt for about $5.7 million, so like four and a half million pounds, I'd imagine. Um, and then uh, he spent two seasons at Eintracht Frankfurt, um, not really making a ton of appearances. I believe 29 in his first season and then 36 this past season. Played a lot of left back his first season. The second season, not so much. So um, we'll hop into that real quick um so i track frankfurt i would say was a disappointment um you know he went from psv where he's playing this 4-3-3 three, three, 
possession-based system um, as a left back and really allowed to get up the pitch um, and swing in some nice balls, all that kind of stuff. And Frankfurt was just a bit different. Um, most notably, this this second season with Frankfurt was a rough one for him um, as he uh, as Adi Hutter um, played him at left back for a couple games. His second ever appearance with the club was a loss. Uh, where he picked up a red card and was suspended for two matches, came back in as a left back, then was experimented with left mid. Um, but essentially, uh, and to their credit, for the better, um, Eintracht Frankfurt went a completely different direction with their formation and went to almost a pure 3-5-2, three-in-the-back formation. Like, we're talking, they didn't have any fullbacks on the, uh, on the field. Uh, so... Uh, Frankfurt had Timmy Chandler, shout out USA men's national team as their starting right back. And then Jetro Williams was, was playing a lot of left back minutes and they completely flipped the switch and, uh, to utilize the fact that they just have a ton of really good midfielders and at that team and some solid strikers at the time, of course, Luka Jovic. Um, and, uh, so pretty much Jetro Williams was beat out by Philip Kostic, which, He's a great player, and he was their number. He's wore the number ten for the club, big loan signing, kind of a big deal. So Jetro really didn't play that many minutes this past season at left back and played a lot of central mid. Um, so what does this mean for Newcastle? How does he fit in? Like what? What is like? Why should we care? Why should this loan signing matter? And we'll handle all those questions after a quick break. So hey. There's a commercial that's going to play. Don't worry. It's only a couple seconds, and then you'll hear my sweet and soothing voice right after this break. Okay, we're back. So um, let's 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 break down Jetro Williams for a bit. So um, I think it is perplexing that he played central mid because that kind of shows that he has this ability to, one, uh, he's comfortable with the ball at his feet because you don't play center midfielders unless they're named Modiame who are not comfortable with the ball at their feet and cannot, you know, don't have the ability to make solid short passes, um, ability to spray the ball a little bit, long passes, and of course solid defending. So he played a C, as a central midfielder and as a CDM. Um, started some European League matches, came off the bench for some Bundesliga matches. So he has the ability to play that position at Newcastle. I doubt he plays that position unless just. We get super injured, and you know you don't want that to happen. But it would take a lot for him to move into that role, um, and you know that's cool and all. But we're really signing because he's a left back, so um, he has this uncanny ability to play. Well, not, it's not uncanny; it's just a unique ability to essentially play as a left back, a left mid, and then even a couple times at at a. Just a couple times, literally a couple times at PSV, he played left wing. So he can play all up and down the left side. So if Steve Bruce goes with this five in the back that he's, he's gone with the past couple of preseason matches, uh, he would slot in perfectly as that left wing back. Uh, he's great attacking. He's a very solid defender. He's got a lot of pace. He's, he's very strong. So he's going to be able to get up and down the pitch really well. And he's going to track back. Um, he's got a really good work rates on both sides of the ball. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little excited, a little perplexed by Jetro. I mean, you know, looking at his who scored, um, and I've seen I've seen Frankfurt play 
um, a little bit, but I only saw him in kind of a central midfielder role. In a role, in a central midfield role, um, even as a central midfielder, he tended to drift out wide as some of those midfielders pushed up and into the box, and he he swung in some crosses at time, and he put in some really good crosses. So he's going to have a good crossing ability, especially when you have two wingers with Newcastle with Miguel Almiron and uh, Saint Maximon who are more dribbling types, more the types to cut in and, and try to create space in the box and poach around in the box instead of just whipping in balls all the time. It's going to be nice to have a guy like Jetro Williams who is going to whip in some crosses. He's also very good with the ball at his feet, as I said. I mean, you're not playing in a central midfielder role kind of as a number eight. Um, if you're not good with the ball on your feet, he's got the good long passing ability. So it'll be interesting to see um, how Steve Bruce uses him. Um, I think his best position is going to be left wing back, which allows him to step the pitch and track back when needed because he's got defensive cover. Um, but again, like really no one knows what Steve Bruce is going to do. Like literally no one. I mean, his current formation has kind of worked. I mean, it's interesting. And no one can really tell if that was, you know, because right now he's going with a 5-3-2. Yes, a 5-3-2. Um with no true winger so he's played three central midfielders in that three midfield spot but now he's got another winger in Saint Maximon and I don't know if he's going to play him as an attacking midfielder um, behind Miguel Almiron and uh, Joel Linton or is he going to play them with three up top with a 4-3-3 or 4-2-3-1 I don't know um, but really no one knows I guess we'll find out later on today when this podcast comes out um, what he actually plays them as but for now, Jetro looks like a solid player um, to play to put as, as a left back. He's going to be a little bit more attack minded, but you don't lose any defensiveness. I think when you looked at some of our other left wing back options, um, Kennedy, uh, Breca, they offered well, kind of Breca. Breca offered something in attack, I guess, kind of maybe um, Kennedy, especially earlier on offered a lot in attack more as a winger but either way they weren't the best defensively and then Matt Ritchie you know he's a converted right winger so he was okay defensively but still probably not as great defensively as a guy like Jetra who's a left back um whose stock has really only fallen because he's was put in a system that he really didn't ask to be in so um, overall, I think Jetro is going to be a pretty solid signing for Newcastle. Um, I would say some of the glaring weaknesses off the top of my head um, is really just going to be um, kind of mental. Is he going to be able to get back into that that mentality of being the guy? He's playing for his job, essentially. It's a loan to buy. Um, he's he's a set-piece specialist, so that'd be interesting to see how he, how he contributes. But really, is he going to be able to play his role well? I think when you get into a role with a five-in-the-back system, it's sometimes, um, if you don't have the right left, left wing back, um, they can kind of get stuck up there in the attack and not always track back. Um, we really haven't seen Jetro in a pure left wing back position in a while. Um, maybe earlier on in Eintracht Frankfurt season, but... As of recent, we really haven't seen him in a pure left wing back. Uh, sorry, pure left wing back role, um, and so you know it'll be interesting to see if he if he's able to track back. I'd imagine that he's going to track back and track back well as he uh, was a left back by trade and grew up playing left back. Um, but I mean, 
this would be an interesting signing. He's got something to prove. Um, he's got the perfect opportunity to get his get back into good graces with the Netherlands national team. He hasn't really made an appearance for them in a while, and this honestly is the perfect um appear. This is the perfect uh way for him to 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 get back in good graces with the team. He's playing in the Premier League for a team that we hope is roughly mid table hopefully not relegated team and so i'm excited for for jetro williams um definitely want to hear your thoughts so uh if you're listening to this right now and you're not driving uh tweet at me tweet at the chn radio account let us know what you think about jetro williams or Vilhims. i'm not really sure how to say his name yet but we'll figure it out um he probably will be in the squad tomorrow um for the match against uh saint Etienne, uh which of course is ellen saint maximo's home club uh he was born there not really born that was kind of weird he got his start there um so he should be in the squad tomorrow per mark douglas of the chronicle um if you love this episode if you like this episode if you thought this episode was okay uh please 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 rate us five stars give us give us a like on uh on on I guess not really give us a like i'm going in the youtube mode but just rate us five stars subscribe um Leave a funny review, um, leave a bad review, but as long as the review says five stars, then it's fine. Um, but yeah, th- that's kind of all we got uh, today. Um, of course, be sure to follow Coming Home Newcastle on Twitter at Coming Home NUFC. Follow CHN Radio on Twitter at CHN underscore radio. Check out all the latest articles that we've been writing. Some really good content up. There's a couple stories put out uh, today, Friday. Uh, August 2nd, um, on the two new signings with some decent analysis. I don't know who wrote them, um, me, um, but they were great. Thank you so much. Wow, Elijah, you're so great. Yeah, uh, you know, I just try, you know, just really uh, try to compliment the, the writers who deserve it. Oh, wow. Great, great. But anyway, uh, sorry, I had a quick aside with myself. But yeah, uh, be sure to f- keep keep following the site. And of course, tweet at us with anything you want to hear about, any questions you have. Tweet us if you think Newcastle is going to get relegated. Just be sure to get on Twitter with us. There are more people listening to this podcast and following it, and that is a damn shame. So yes, um, that was CHN Radio, the emergency pod for Jetro Williams. Um, I'm Elijah Newsom, and this that you're hearing right now is blatant races love you